Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, April 12th, 2021, and this is day 1140 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and praise you and glorify you. There is none like you. You are the creator of all things. You created us in your image and gave us your breath of life. I pray that we never take it for granted, that we will forever be grateful and go forth and be obedient and do what you called us to do. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me, in Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everyone. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is mess to message. Uh-huh. <laughs> How God will turn our mess into our message. He will use that very thing that the enemy used to use to keep us down, to make us stumble, to keep us from prospering to where God will use it as our very testimony to win over others, to share the love of Jesus with others. So we're going to be coming out of Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 11. Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 11. And we're talking about someone by the name of Mary Magdalene. Uh, Mary from Magdala. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Mark chapter 16, verse 1, and it says, When the Sabbath was over. Oh, let me say this first. Okay, this takes place after Jesus uh, hung on that cross and died. He gave up his spirit and he died for all of us. And then he had said he would come back. He would see three days after that. But The disciples were in hiding because they felt like or they knew that they would be uh, caught or or put or hung or beaten. And they were in hiding. They didn't quite understand what Jesus meant when he would have said he would have to die, uh, but he would rise up. Now, the women were still there. They were at the cross. Mary Magdalene was one of them and they never left. Uh, And even went to the tomb. So this is where we are now at the tomb. So when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salam, bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus's body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? So the stone was huge and it would be impossible for them to roll that stone away to go in and anoint Jesus's dead body. But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. So there, there's a couple of things here. So this tells me it's a message all by itself about that stone that was already rolled away. But what if they had said to themselves, 
oh, girl, we can't roll that stone away. Let's just forget about it and, and don't worry about it because we can't roll the stone away. No need in going. But they still went in faith, right? Even though they didn't know who was going to roll that stone away, but they still showed up. And that's what God wants us to do. Show up, still go, do whatever it is he's called you to do, even if it seems impossible. He does those things that are impossible. <laughs> Let him do it. All right. And then they see this young man dressed in a white robe <laughs> sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. One of my favorite words or one of my favorite statements. He has risen, he says, and he is not here. <laughs> See the place where they laid him? But go tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as you, just as he told you. Trembling and bewildered, the women went on, went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. But you noticed, let me see, they continued on even though they were afraid. There are going to be things, y'all, that will make us afraid. That is just something that will happen. But that doesn't mean that we don't complete the task. You know, I've got something right now that's like, oh, man, this is a little scary. You know, uh, getting ready to step out and to do this mission God has given me to do means at some point I'm going to have to leave my job. And, and that, you know, the security that you have with that. But God is saying, you go, you do what I've called you to do. Verse nine, when Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went out and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive <laughs> and that she had seen them, they did not believe it. Uh, let me read on. Afterward, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Then later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had been seen, who he had seen him after he had risen. So Mary Magdalene was the first to see Jesus after he rose. That has got to be one of the most hugest blessings that you could ever imagine. And this was, uh, I remember this song, and I, I don't know who it was by many years ago, and they would say, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. <laughs> I love that. And that's what Mary would have been seen as just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Point number one, have you noticed how we always want to be the first at something? The first to send men to space, the first to come up with a vaccine, the first to get the vaccine, the first, <laughs> the first chose, chosen for competitive sports. That's our human nature, the flesh and 
uh, let's see, uh, the flesh and those first are usually for selfish motives. Not always, but a lot of times that's why we want to be first because it's all about me. <laughs> but when we allow our spiritual man uh, to be, that's the spiritual man or person is the one made in God's image, okay? Uh, to be first over the flesh, we put ourselves in a position to hear from God and obey him. All right, so when we allow our spiritual spiritual man to be first, and I want you to miss that. Then we put ourselves in a position to hear from God and then obey him. Mary Magdalene was one of those who trusted and followed Jesus after he delivered her from seven demons. She became a disciple of Jesus. She also contributed contributed financially to the ministry of Jesus Christ. As we can see, she was one of the witnesses at the cross when they nailed Jesus to the wooded cross. She witnessed his burial and the empty tomb. She was the first person Jesus went to see after his resurrection. And she was the first that gave a message uh, to the the first to be given a message to give uh, to the other disciples. Uh, she was the first evangelist. Wow. You might wonder, why would God use someone like that? The Lord uses ordinary, peculiar people like us <laughs> to share his love and message of salvation with those who are lost, those who are sick, those in need of a savior. And that's every single one of us that are in need of a savior. And the goal is, the ultimate goal is to live for eternity with Jesus. One of two places, with Jesus or with Satan in hell. I want to make sure everybody understands and knows that, right? That, And you may know it, but we need to act like we know it and obey God and do what he's called us to do. Now, I'm not talking about you, but I'm just saying in general. (laughs) Point number two, what has God put on your heart to do? But you're hesitant because of your past or because of what people may say or think about you. God will use your mess and deliverance as your message. You simply have to trust him as Mary Magdalene did. She was committed no matter what anyone else did. We too should be the same way. So get busy doing what God called you to do. Yep, get up and get to moving. (laughs) Taking it one step at a time. God is going to, I think I shared this yesterday, God shows us a lot of times the big picture and he may show us the very beginning thing to start doing. And then after that, (laughs) it's just a matter of that faith walk. He'll show us as we go along, just step by step. Uh, It's rarely that I've ever seen over my 40 years of serving the Lord and, and talking with others, him ever giving you the whole plan with every single detail from beginning, middle and end. Because otherwise, there would have we, we would not have to have any faith to do it. So he wants us to have faith in him and do it. You know what? Rem- uh, you may have read uh, when uh, 
the Israelites, when God used Moses to deliver the Israelites uh, from um, out of Pharaoh's wicked hands, that God provided them with manna uh, from heaven in the morning and uh, with uh, bird. Oh, what was the name of the birds? Oh, darn. Anyway, with um, the birds at, at night for food. And he told them only gather enough for that day. Only gather enough. So he gives us enough for the day. But on Saturday, he told them to gather enough for two days because he didn't want them to work on the Sabbath. So understanding how God gives it. And then, and then you know what? There were some that disobeyed <laughs> and gathered up extra. You know, we're going to always have those. It's going to, ah, no, I'm getting extra. I don't care about you. I'm getting something more for my family. But it was enough for everyone's family in proportion to the size of your family. And their stuff rotted and and and, and uh, maggots ate it. Yeah, it got that because God means what he says and says what he means. You know, I was uh, the other day after it had rained and, you know, I was on our deck looking at these two big pots that I planted uh, these pretty lilies in. And um, they the pots were covered with uh, dead leaves and old um, dead, uh, uh, the, the dead leaves from last year or the dead plant from last year. And I, I, I needed to pull it out and, and, and replant. And I was looking at it and pulling all the dead stuff out. And there beneath it was the new flowers budding up. How God cleaned that up. <laughs> It reminds me of us. It looked really wicked and bad, y'all. If you could have seen all the dead stuff on top of it. But underneath was this new green blossoms coming up under the dead, under the dead leaves. That's how God does us. See, we don't even see it sometimes in ourselves. We just think of ourselves as others see us. Well, God says, I want you to see yourself as I see you. And I don't see you as that dead stuff anymore. Um, that's only you. As a matter of fact, God never saw us as the dead stuff because <laughs> he created us like him. So to see the new growth and to see the new blossoms coming is really powerful how God sees us. I remember uh, when I would go to speak to kids in schools uh, to share about unforgiveness and how to forgive, but I would go in under the auspices of teaching business and I, I would start off that way and it got their attention and I would, it, it was truly about business, but I would always share my story, my mess about unforgiveness, how I, I had unforgiveness towards my father for him not helping us all those years coming up and how God put on my heart and showed me that I need to forgive to set myself free and, and forgive and love just as he's forgiven me and love me. And I do love my father and I've forgiven him, you know, 100%, no, no grudge or anything there. But it, my, my job was like Mary Magdalene was given to go share that with others. And God had me going in schools and sharing it with uh, young kids. I'll never forget at the end of one of those classes <clears throat> that one young lady, uh, and these were like maybe 
These were elementary school students. So she may have been in the fifth grade and she came up to me. She said, thank you for sharing that with me. She said, my parents, I don't know if they had both passed away, but she was living with her aunt and uncle. And she said, a lot of times I feel left out because I shared stories like that, how I felt left out and things like that. She said, I feel left out because they have their own children. And, you know, I get it. She says, you know, they're going to love their own. Uh, They love me and care about me, but I, I could see the difference. And she said that what you shared really helped me so that I don't feel down. And it just blessed my heart. You know what I'm saying? And so now she was able to go and tell others. This was several years ago. And and that same day, uh, or at least one of those days I was at that school, I was, I think it was at Paseo. Uh, and she, one of the teachers said to me, can, can you uh, wait a, a few hours since I was getting ready to go about an hour and, and meet me in the teacher's lounge? And I said, of course. And so I went in the teacher's lounge and and she said, I'll be right there. She brought in uh, herself and maybe three or four of her colleagues. And she said, will you share that story with all of us? And I'm like, sure. And you know, God knows what he's doing. I had no clue uh, that they uh, were interested in hearing and wanted it to know uh, because they too may have been going through something like that. God said, uh, while I have you at the place where I'm having you to share the message, there may be others. So be open to the Holy Spirit and the leading of the Holy Spirit, you know, as he shows you what you should do and who you should share it with. Look at God, y'all. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love. And and also please subscribe because after a while, um, by the end of this month, I think it is, we will no longer be sending the messages out by text. Uh, we will be sending those out to you by email and only to those that subscribe. So we'll have your email address to send it to you. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.